Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It's the Saturday Mailbag. We're answering your questions from iTunes and from our inbox, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. We're grading your trades, a lot of starter sit, and some regulating to do. What's going on? I hope everybody's having a great weekend. Uh, right now, it is Friday afternoon at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. So Ben Gretsch is here. Ben, how do you think your weekend is going so far? Like, since time of recording to time of publishing, it's Saturday morning. How is How do you think your Friday night was? Uh, my Friday night was good, yeah. And uh, Saturday morning, I'm probably heading to uh, some fun stuff because it's my daughter's birthday, fourth birthday on Whoa. Monday, but I'll be writing my big Stealing Signals article, so we're we're celebrating on Saturday. I'll probably be doing something fun while this drops. What are you doing? We're going down to a science center and, and uh, doing some some stuff in the city. Nothing says fun like science. That sounds like a great birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we've done the like the zoo it. and yeah, the aquarium yeah. for my other daughter. Like That's what we always do on their birthdays, so... We're mixing it up just because right. we, we've kind of beat those to death a little bit. <laughs> okay, cool. So I have an important announcement to make. Ben, you're the first one that's going to hear this, you and, and the listeners, I guess. But you're going to hear it first since, you know, it's Friday for us. This is actually my last show. I am retiring probably Sunday night. Uh, so, yeah, big news. Um, I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... My FanDuel lineup is going to win a million dollars. It is the best FanDuel lineup I've ever made. I'm not going to share it on the show because I honestly don't want anyone else playing it. So thank. I just wanted to thank you for being here yeah. on my last show. You might as well. Yeah, I mean, you might as well do your victory lap now because that <laughs> is in the bag. I'm, I love it. It's just, it's just like, I basically feel that way every time I make a FanDuel lineup. Like, oh, this lineup's amazing. But this one is amazing. Okay, email of the day. You don't even got you, you can't even tease us on uh, uh no. yeah, little, little bit of a little bit of a Raiders stack. Little, little a little Raiders bit of a Raiders stack. stack. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um Dear Adam, Heath, Dave, Jamie, and Ben. I lis- I listened to Wednesday's show and Ben was so high on Nicole Hardman that I traded Joe Ross and Evan Ingram for him just to secure Hardman before he gets his one hundred and fifty yards and three touchdowns. Now I see Andy Reid saying that Hardman and DeAnthony are going to split the workload. Ugh, do I trade Hardman now or keep him and my head up? This is from Grando, who is desperate in Cincinnati. Cu- yeah, <laughs> couple things. A few, like many things. Joe Ross is what he wrote in the email. He's a Nationals pitcher. Um, I think he meant John Ross, right? Probably John Ross. Yeah, you know, he might be in one of those inner sport leagues. Yeah, like trading. I don't think Ben ever would have told you to trade Evan Ingram for Nicole <laughs> Hardman. I told Grando this was a terrible trade. What is your reaction to this? He followed your advice and made a terrible trade. I mean, you didn't even read the the subject of the email. The subject was like uh, Ben ruined my team. And so, Grando, <laughs> yeah. I, I this is my message for you. I'm, I apologize for ruining your team. But but now, Grando, I'm going to need you to just fast forward this podcast 30 <laughs> seconds really quick to everyone else. Don't do what Grando did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very high on Miko Hardman. That does not mean that you trade Evan Ingram plus John Ross, who I was also very That's high the on funny the thing. same podcast. Right. It's like I think you were even higher on John Ross than Hardman, and he traded him and Evan Ingram 
to get McCole Hardman. I sent him an email and told him it was a bad trade, and he goes, his follow-up was, yeah, it was unlikely. It was unlike me to make a trade like that. I think I must have blacked out. Thanks for the advice. Okay. So that's a fun email to start the show. Injuries, news, and notes. Le'Veon Bell will play on Monday against Cleveland. Joe Mixon practiced and right now I would say expected to play. Let's assume he is playing. Would you start Mixon or Gio Bernard? I'm a little nervous about him splitting work, which he just hasn't done with Gio you know, since the beginning of last year, basically. Um, what do you think about Mixon if he plays against San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can expect what you were expecting from Mixon where you drafted him. I, I don't think you can play Bernard in that in that scenario. It, you know, he's he'd be like a large field GPP play, maybe as like an upside guy if Mixon were to go out of the game and, and Bernard actually got to, you know, 15 touches. But he's not somebody I would play in a seasonal league. Mixon, I think you can play, but it would just be fully dependent on your other options. If you have solid other options and you don't want to mess with the injury, I, I'm all, I'm a big supporter of that. Don't get too caught up in the the name value because it can really sink your week if he re-aggravates that, you know, first quarter, early second quarter, something like that. So, uh, but if you don't have other good options, yeah, I mean, if he's playing, you you got to go with him. Would you start with Sony Michelle or or Mixon? Oh, that's a good one because I don't really know what to make of Michelle this week. I mean, I, I think Michelle is a really strong play by everything that you would you would normally look at, right? Like massive favorites. That should be his game script. They have a huge team total. They should score a lot of points. He should probably score at least once, potentially a two-touchdown guy this week. Um, I, I think it'd be hard. I, I think I'd probably go with Michelle. I think it'd be hard to pass that up knowing that my other player's injured unless we get just a full, clear, uh, clean bill of health on Mixon. Right, okay. And I'm going to hang on to Gio. I'm not going to start him, but you know, there's always a chance of a re-aggravation of the injury, so I'd like to hang on to him through the end of the week and, and see what happens there. Uh, more news items for you. Dante Pettis expects a bigger role this week. He's been dealing with a groin, groin injury. Possible that he is kind of a sleeper out there, not to start, but to own. So if people drop Pettis, you know, I'm actually going to look through all my leagues to see if Pettis is available. Sterling Shepard's out. Buffalo DST certainly in play. Mark Andrews mispractice, so that's interesting. He's got to be questionable for Sunday's game. Trey Burton's questionable. Albert Wilson for the Dolphins, he's out. Does not want to see what the Patriots are going to do to them. Darius Geis is on IR. He's out at least eight weeks with a knee injury. Do you think he's droppable, Darius Geis? Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately. Jordan Reed is out. Vernon Davis in play against Dallas. Mike Williams was limited in practice. Uh, Kiki QT has a chance to play. And Tyler Lockett looks like he will play. And did you see during the game on Thursday night the Rudy 2 commercial with Sean Astin? That was yeah, awesome. That, that was so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You didn't <laughs> like it? it? It's advertising, right? Like, I mean, it was all right. It was all right. I'm kind of forgetting the premise of it. I'm just remembering. I, I put it in my phone Thursday night, Rudy 2, so I would bring it up on the Friday It was show, like Rudy 2. He's Colonel Sanders now. Oh, he's Colonel Sanders. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I thought it was great. I loved it. All right, iTunes mailbag. So I have so many emails on the show, so we're going to go a little uh, more quickly. And I apologize that I can't get to everybody's. I'm getting completely overwhelmed with emails. Keep them coming. I try to respond to some. I try to read some on the shows. A lot of them are just going to go unanswered, and I apologize, but that's just kind of the way it is. All right, from iTunes, low in the cut, 10-team half PPR, Matt Breida, John Brown, or Devin Singletary? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously we, we don't have a, a clean full bill of health on on Breida yet, but I do really like him. I, I'm always kind of the low guy on John Brown, and maybe I'm wrong on that. I think if Breida looks healthy, you can play him, and he's a good play. I mean, Kyle Shanahan lead back would be a, would be a good situation to be in. He was very good last year when he was healthy and playing. Uh, you know, a little bit of concern that. Cincinnati's defense was pretty good against Chris Carson other than Carson's touchdowns he was not particularly uh efficient in terms of yards per carry or yards per touch but I still think Breed is probably the play here and if if Breed doesn't look healthy then I think you go with John Brown I I like Devin Singletary a lot I thought he had an awesome workload 70 percent snap rate but uh, I think these other two are better plays this week from Connor week two question 12 team non-PPR um D.D. Westbrook or Will Fuller? Yeah, I mean, tough one because Fuller's got Jacksonville. We just saw Sammy Watkins light them up, but that's a tough matchup. I think I'm leaning Westbrook in non-PPR. I think in PPR, it's, it's got to be Westbrook. He's on the mm-hmm. other side of that game. In non-PPR, I think I still will lean Westbrook. Okay, yeah, but closer in non-PPR. From Zerline Steak Tips. Uh, very good. The commissioner traded away Matt Ryan and Brandon Cooks. Oh, I honestly think there is some collusion going on. And receive T.Y. Hilton and Alvin Kamara. Ryan and Cooks for Hilton and Kamara. The league is set to commissioner approving trades. Need I remind you, the guy that received Matt Ryan already has Lamar Jackson and another quarterback on his bench. I was pretty upset that the commissioner did this, and I want to know, am I overreacting? Commissioner getting Kamara and Hilton for Ryan and Cooks. Um, it sounds like there is some sort of side deal. This is a money league. What do you think? I mean... It's obviously a bad trade. <laughs> like, D.Y. Hilton and Alvin Kamara for Brandon Cooks and a quarterback, and no matter how good you think Matt Ryan is, he's a quarterback. It's a terrible trade. But unless th- there's more to this comment that it sounds like there's some sort of side deal, like if you have some information that there was a side deal, then that's then collusion. But, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you do here. I don't think you can just, ve- like, veto a trade. Um I think you, you you want to hear the one guy who traded away Kamara explain this, though, don't you? Absolutely. This is terrible. We're sort of regulating here. That's why that's why I don't believe in this, like, well, you can't veto anything. Like, this is a ridiculous trade. But I think in a lot of leagues, you're talking about... It's not, Okay, it's really not that ridiculous in a lot of leagues, and I'll say why. Because Matt Ryan was probably taken before T.Y. Hilton in, in many leagues, not in ours. So you are talking about giving up players one and four on draft day for two and three. You're getting Hilton and Kamara. I think Hilton may have been the last guy taken for Ryan and Cooks. So I think it's a bad trade, but no, it's not vetoable. Just, I don't know. Maybe get an explanation. This is from Rob Mack. I'm the Eckler owner. I'm looking at a trade to the Gordon owner for Eckler for Tyreek Hill. Hill's out six to eight weeks. But would you give up Eckler for Tyreek Hill? I don't know if I'd do it before now. I mean, this is pod's obviously going to drop on Saturday. You probably can't get it done before this week. I think, obviously, it's an interesting thought, right? One guy's out right now and one guy's going to smash and then probably won't be able to later. So it's a win now versus win later move. I, I Wait I it out one more it. week. Let Eckler have another big week. I, I expect him to do well this yeah, week I and then try and make the trade. It's four to six weeks, by the way, not six to eight, but still, like, I'm, not, I'm a little skeptical. Of that timeline, just such an uncertain injury. Rest of season, Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton from Kansas Ed. Jameis or Dalton? 
Yeah, Winston looked a little better last night. I think I'm going to take him, but I do like Dalton in the Zach Taylor offense. It looked pretty good in week one. All right, this one is from Brewster. Someone offered me A.J. Green and Sony Michelle for Josh Jacobs. Would you rather have Jacobs or Green and Michelle? Ten teams standard. I would rather have Jacobs right now. I mean, especially you said it's ten team and and you want the the better talent in a ten team situation. And he has a pretty solid squad that he wrote in the wrote into the email as well. From OC Dog, if I were to offload Josh Gordon now, who do you think are some targets for Gordon? I mean, it depends what position you're looking at and all that. I personally, I think the perception on Gordon is probably worse than reality right now. I think. Everyone knows, obviously, that Antonio Brown's there, and there's probably some concern about Gordon. I still think Gordon's going to be very good. I think this is a situation where if Antonio Brown's actually playing a lot and playing well, that the whole offense is going to be better. But Gordon is a guy who can be very good on limited targets. He's a high-efficiency player. So I would actually want to wait and, and let him produce a little bit because I think he'd be selling low. If if you were going to try to sell right now, I'd want something like fifth or sixth-round value after he uh, scored in week one and was, was pretty solid. Would you take A.J. Green for Josh Gordon? Uh, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, me too. I think that I think that's a realistic trade. I think you can get that done. Uh, this is from Tom. I'm zero and one ten team league. Would you start McCole Hardman over any of these guys? Uh, Cup, John Brown, Mike Williams, if he plays, Valdez Scantling, James White, Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, or Devin Singletary. I mean, this is great. This follows along with our. Our opening email from, uh, what was it, Grando? Like, no, you're not starting Michael Hardman over these guys. No one thinks Michael Hardman's going to be Tyreek Hill. Like, we're, we're just saying that he's going to play those snaps and play in that role, but he's still a rookie in his second career game. Like, I could, you, yes, I could starting, see this week starting him over Valdez Scantling. Valdez Scantling against sure. the Vikings, Hardman uh, against the Raiders. I think it's possible. that. Oh, yeah. you. I mean, there's a couple guys in here that you could make the case for starting him over, but you're not starting him. If this is your whole team, you're starting Cup yeah, or yeah. potentially James White. But right. you, I, I think you're starting Cup. Uh, from Piang23, Matt Breida or Aaron Jones, D.D. Westbrook or Will Fuller? We already answered that one. Uh, Westbrook is the answer there. But Breida or Aaron Jones? I'll go Breida if he looks like a full go. I'm... I'm concerned about Jones in the passing game and tough matchup again for him. Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? Yeah, that's one of the toughest ones yet. I mean, Dak's offense, the the Cowboys look so good. Kellen Moore schemed such a good offense. I think I'm leaning Wentz this week on this, but it's a tough, tough call. Very tough, very tough. Yeah, I'd probably go Wentz. I think that's a shootout on Sunday night. Yeah, uh, Garrett T. PPR. I am starting Devonte Adams and Alshon Jeffrey. I have Deshaun Jackson in the flex. Josh Gordon and Jamison Crowder are on my bench. Should I make any substitutions? So it's probably going to be Gordon and not Crowder here. Oh, you tell me. Devonte Adams, Alshon Jeffrey, yeah, Deshaun no. Jackson. Adams is in for sure. I wouldn't play Crowder. I I wouldn't probably play both the Eagles receivers. I just like to maximize upside when I have another good option. I would play Gordon over Deshaun Jackson here. I think. All right, we have a fun email. Now, today is still technically Friday the 13th, so we're going to read this one. Um, Oh, I don't have a name. I'm sorry. Not so much a fantasy question, but an observation. But if the Browns and the Cowboys were to play each other this season, the coaching matchup would literally be Freddy versus Jason. Oh! All right, that's a good email. Yeah. Do you know this? Do you, like, Dave didn't know it. Jamie did. You don't look like you know it. 
I don't know what it's from. No, it's, it's Friday the Thirteenth. What is? That's like that's what I never happens. watched that. I used to get like I used to get nightmares from those types of movies when I was a kid. Like I watched like that Urban Legend movie when I was a kid. Oh man, that one killed me for a while. Wow, Urban Legend. Wow, you're yeah. you're like my age, right? Or I'm thirty five. I'm thirty two. Yeah, a little younger. Are you? Do you have any older siblings? I do. Yeah, I have an older brother, and that's who I watched. It was like his, you know, birthday party. How old is he? He's 34. Oh, okay. All right. So, like, my, my siblings are in their 40s. So, I'm oh. kind of an 80s child. And I saw all those cheesy horror movies when I was a kid. Yeah, Friday the 13th, it's terrible. It's an awful movie. But Kevin Bacon's in it. So, if you like to play that game, six degrees or whatever, seven, what is it? How many degrees of, of Kevin Bacon? I think six. Six or I seven. I think it's six. Yeah. Seven minute abs. All right, we're going to take a break. On fantasy football today, do you get that reference? Seven minute abs. That's SNL, right? No, that's something about Mary. Ben, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not. I, oh man. All right, we're gonna take a break. We got uh, a lot more of your emails right after this. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. First, some trade emails, then some starter sit. Also, a regulator's email about kickers. That'll be fun. This is from Ben, a Ben who probably gets some references. Uh, Hi, Adam. Good morning. Perhaps I'm especially hurt for drafting a Patriots running back after promising myself I won't every year, but it really seems like if we're going to talk about Carrion or Jameis or James Conner being blessed, we're doing an injustice by not going more in-depth with Sony Michelle. I mean, if he doesn't get at least 80 yards and a touchdown against Miami, we'll have to be really concerned, right? I mean, you should be concerned already. We've been talking about – I've been talking about Sony Michel as a uh, trap back most of the offseason. But, yes, yeah, if he doesn't get 80 yards in a TD, he absolutely has to smash this week or else you're, you're, in, you're in dire straits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any running back who doesn't catch passes, it's just – it's dicey these days. From Cody, dear Tony, Steve, Clint, and Bruce. Those you know. Clint Eastwood? Bruce Willis? I don't know. Who is, I'm what is pretty this? sure these are stupid Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, panicking from the Tampa Bay's offense edition of Grade the Trade. Give up Zeke and Fournette. And this has nothing to do with the Tampa Bay offense that I can see. I guess it's other members of his team. All right. Anyway, Grade the Trade. Give up Zeke and Fournette. Get Connor and Tyreek Hill. What? No. Yeah. F. Do you Like, do you think... Connor is suddenly Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara. Like what? I mean, I, even still, it wouldn't be. No, this is a this is an F. Yeah, this, this is, is an a, F. a legitimate F. If you had done this like before the Tyreek Hill injury, it'd be a fine trade. But no, you didn't. Uh, from Ryan. Good afternoon, Mike, Dustin, Will, and Lucas. That's Stranger Things. Just go watch okay. Stranger Things. Yeah, I I mean, you that, guys gotta. 
I don't know. I don't, I'm, maybe I'm not watching the right shows. <laughs> I, I watch plenty of shows. But you like the Avengers. No, I mean, I didn't really even get into the Avengers that oh, much. Oh, all right, all right. Well, the, yeah, I mean, the, the ending of the first one's pretty bad, as I as I noticed the other night. I, I am in uh, the like the 2012 Avengers movie. I'm in an auction standard league, and I've been offered Julio Jones for my Josh Jacobs and Kenny Galladay. Would you do that trade? Would you give up Jacobs and Galladay for Julio Jones? Yeah. But yep. he doesn't really. He's got uh, he's got Fournette, Eckler, yeah, Fournette, Eckler, Damian Williams, and Miles Sanders. Yeah, I mean, at this point in the season, especially when you're in these leagues where you have deeper rosters, and this guy does, you want to be doing these two for ones. You want to be giving up two players for one elite talent and then looking using that extra roster spot. Think of that as the other side of the trade. Use that extra roster spot. Go get a high upside player off your waiver wire. Like a Dante Pettis that that Adam mentioned is getting dropped in a lot of leagues. P.S. Adam Azer, don't let them hate on you for carrying two quarterbacks because look what Cam Newton did. Oh, my. Let's uh, just go on to the next question. (laughs) (laughs) From Nathan, grade the trade. Give up Philip Lindsay and Will Fuller for Devontae Freeman in a PPR league. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, I don't really even like Philip Lindsay that much, but Devontae Freeman played 50% of the snaps. Uh, Somebody, I wish I could give credit here, but somebody on Twitter mentioned to me that he fumbled and and lost a lot of work after that fumble. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened. I don't think Edo Smith had a carry before the fumble. But still, like, is Lindsay and Freeman that much of a difference? To me, it's probably no. And then Will Fuller, I still expect really big things from, so I would not make this trade. I think it's a big difference. I would be inclined to say no because I do like Fuller, but I don't. I'm not as adamant as Ben and Lindsey and Fuller for Devontae Freeman. I'm also nervous about Freeman this week, but the schedule will get better. Okay, this is from Adam in Toronto. Do you like any of these deals? I have Hunter Henry. I need a tight end. Tyrell Williams for T.J. Hawkinson. Tyrell Williams for Hawkinson and Sterling Shepard. Williams and Chris Thompson for Hawkinson and Michael Gallup. Yeah, so I I wouldn't be trading for Hawkinson right now, basically. I mean, Detroit ran a ton of plays. We know they're going to be a really slow-paced team. They played five quarters in their only game so far. They got the extra period. They also played against a team that ran uh, the fewest amount of uh, seconds per snap. They ran the fastest pace, Arizona. So they, they ran over 80 plays in this game, which is – so many more than uh, than they're going to most weeks. They uh, Matthew Stafford, I, I believe, threw more passes than any game since like week two of last season, any of his last 14 games last year. This is a team that's going to be a lot more slow paced going forward. Danny Amendola outproduced Hawkinson, was even, even had more targets. But a big reason I think Hawkinson had a big first game is just the whole offense was a, a lot of elevated volume. I think he'll be good this year, but he's not somebody that I would be like – trading Tyrell Williams for you know maybe yeah. this Michael Gallup trade but yeah I mean I, I he's a tough guy you're buying high on a guy who's probably overproduced in his first game I just don't want to give up Tyrell Williams I don't either going yeah. into I mean that's Chiefs the point. matchup all right I think you're going to get this reference this is from Tim in Austin Texas hello Falk Gesser Bledsoe and Leaf yeah Washington State Cougar quarterbacks there there you go that's your alma mater no God, no. Oh, you're you, Washington. I'm Washington. Oh, okay. We Sorry, hate no. the Washington State <laughs> Okay. Uh, in, my stand, in my standard league, I'm in a need, I am in need of a running back. I have Julio, Devante, Cooks, and Boyd. Brita and Carrion are my running backs. Would you, would you pull the trigger for James Conner? I must be missing something here. Like, would you, would give you up- pull the trigger for James Conner? Yeah, I would. Who, like, who, like, 
Would you give up Julio or Devontae Adams for James Conner, I guess? Let's just say that. Uh, I would. Um, I would. They're very In a standard league, yeah, I think so. Uh, When you already have this type of receiver depth, I can see it, yeah. From Cortez. PPR league, I've been offered Darren Waller for James White. I'm the OJ Howard owner, and I'm tilting. I have Zeke, Mac, Breida, Justin Jackson, Justice Hill, excuse me, Rashad Penny, Malcolm Brown. So he has Zeke, Mac, and Breida as running backs. Uh, would you give up James White for Darren Waller? I wouldn't do it if you're the OJ Howard owner. I mean, I, I think if you're in really desperate need, you this is an okay trade if you have decent enough running backs, but I'm not that concerned about Howard. I know people are really tilting about it. He actually ran a higher percentage of routes per drop back loss uh, in week two on Thursday night. I, I I know it sucks, but like he's a guy who is low volume. He had a, a no-catch game last year. He had a one-catch game last year. He still was top six in standard and PPR in points per game, both formats. He's going to have the high-efficiency plays. He was running routes down downfield in this Week 2 game. Jameis hasn't looked good so far, right? So if this offense does get going a little bit, Howard's going to have some splash plays. He's going to have some long touchdowns. I would not be trading James White to, to go acquire a tight end on a team where I already have a guy that – Still, like, is is worth rostering and playing every week, and we'll have big games. Yeah, I mean, Dave kept mentioning that OJ Howard only had had ran twenty routes. He mentioned it on the podcast. He mentioned it on the video show. I didn't know if that was a lot or not because Jameis Winston only threw twenty five passes. They, right. they ran so, the ball a ton. So it wasn't it wasn't great. He ran a route on fifty five percent of Jameis Winston's dropbacks in Week One, and Cameron Brate was right there at forty four percent. So that was. A little unnerving, but that's also very similar to their splits throughout last season. And Howard was still a top six player in both formats last season. So we weren't seeing the jump forward that everybody was hoping for. The reason you drafted OJ Howard in the fifth round, but he's still an extremely efficient player when he gets the volume. It just wasn't there yesterday uh, on Thursday night or in week one. But in week two, in this Thursday game, his routes per per drop back actually raised up to 69% from 55%. Brates went from 44% down to, I think, 31%. So we actually saw a wider gap, even though Brate caught a couple passes and Howard didn't in week two. It actually looked more like what we were hoping for in terms of Howard getting out in, in, in a higher percentage of routes per drop back. But again, uh, you know, you just noted that Jameis Winston didn't, didn't really have a great game week one, and then they were extremely run heavy in game two. We're not going to see those scripts from Tampa Bay throughout the season. They're going to have to pass more. All right, good stuff. I mean, very interesting takes on... Uh on Hawkinson and Howard here. I like it, Ben. I like it. Okay, back yeah, to the... Yeah, you still have uh, Howard over Hawkinson if you're comparing the two. Okay. I don't think a lot of people would right now, to be honest. That's fair. I mean, I, I know that... I, I think you're right. I, I think that's a, a fair position, but I, I would still have Howard, definitely. Okay. I, I do... I know... I get people's point that Bruce Arians has never used a tight end and that stuff. Yeah, I, but I mean, if he's he running will. the amount of routes that he's running... Even if it's just 55%, like that's where he was at last year. He was so efficient. He, his average depth of target the last two years has been over 11.5 both years, which is extremely high for a tight end. His yards per target is like two yards higher than Gronk's, who is the all-time leader, if you put any kind of minim, you know reasonable minimum target number on it, as far as the tight end yards per target rate. His touchdown rate both of his first two years is over 10%. He's been massively efficient. His average depth of target in the first two games so far is 5.8. He hasn't got these downfield targets. I actually tweeted out uh, a route from last night. It was the play right after the two-minute warning um, in the first half. 
and Jameis checked underneath to, to Cameron Bright, but Howard was running down the seam wide open. It was a single high safety look, and the safety was shifted over, I believe, to, to Mike Evans' side of the field. You can't get a great look on it. We'll have to look on the All-22. But it looks like Howard is just running wide open down the seam, and, and Jameis just took the underneath throw, the safe throw to get the first down. It was third and four, and they converted. But it could have easily been a 25-yard touchdown for Howard. Those types of routes that he's running and those types of plays, they will hit at, at points this season. I like it. Oh, very, very, you know, very comforting to me, the OJ Howard owner. Okay, one more thing here, Ben. All right, let's regulate. Let's and we regulate. got we got some starter sit emails after we regulate. But this is Rick from somewhere in the Bluegrass State. Rick says, "Hey, Marlin, Khalil, and Big. Marlin, Marlin Khalil, and Big." Those are Max. There you go. <laughs> and you said it. You timed it perfectly with the beat. Nice. All right. I put in a waiver claim, dropping my old kicker for Sly, Carolina's kicker. And that went through on Thursday morning. The day got away from me with work and other life things, and I forgot to move Sly from my bench to my kicker slot. Now that the Thursday night game has been played, he's locked, and I can't move him to my starting lineup or drop him for a different kicker. In this instance, I think because I had no other kicker on my roster, my intentions were clear to play him this week as my kicker. Am I wrong for thinking the commissioner should be allowed to move him from my bench to my starting lineup? What say the regulators? I mean, this is not a best ball league. You got to put the guy in your lineup. I, but he only had I one get kicker. It. I've been there. I have done this, man. I have done this. I've The day's gotten away from me. I'm in too many leagues, and I've missed something that I was going to make, some kind of change before lock. But you can't, <laughs> especially after the guy made four field goals, you're not going to get this. Like, you're not yeah. going to get any love from me on this. So I, I think I don't, this can't be a CBS league because I do not think CBS leagues behave like this. If you drop one kicker for another kicker, that kicker goes right in your starting lineup. Right. Um, I can't stand when this happens and you have to, like, say you're starting the only kicker on your roster. So what, what I personally would do if I were the commissioner is I would give you a kicker. I. I would have to give you like a different kicker on waivers. I I would th I would allow you to pick someone else up, but I wouldn't give you Sly because he had too good of a game, and I would punish you somehow for that. Yeah, no, I think that's a reasonable take, especially if it's a shallow league where his only option is to like not play a kicker or drop a, a legitimately good player. But I, you're definitely not getting Sly's points. Like that's that's your bad. Yeah, he had too good of a game, and it's been regulated. All right, start or sit. Here we go. We're gonna. She's going to knock these out. From Jeff, Aaron Jones or Tariq Cohen in PPR? Oh, actually, the question is this. Are Aaron Jones and Tariq Cohen sittable in PPR for Josh Gordon, Devin Singletary, Larry Fitzgerald, or Gio Bernard if Mixon doesn't play? Yeah, I mean, they are sittable. I, oh God, that's tough. I mean, I'm definitely starting Josh Gordon over Tariq Cohen. Yeah, I'm playing Gordon in this too. It's just too good of a matchup. We just saw Miami get absolutely shredded down the field. Um, I am not 100% sure that the Vikings are going to have a very good run defense this year, especially on the road. They are better at home than on the road. They don't have Sheldon Richardson anymore. Their run defense was good, not great last year. So I don't like Aaron Jones that much this week, but I think I'd start him over Singletary and Fitzgerald. But actually, I think there's a pretty good case to be made for Fitzgerald. Oh, by the way, if Geo if Mixon's out, Geo's an easy start. But um, Fitzgerald, I think, is a tough one to play in Baltimore. Singletary is a, a reasonable play too. Yeah, if Mixon's out, you play Geo and Gordon. I think 
I'm kind of thinking Gordon and Cohen in PPR. Why are you so down on Cohen? I don't know. He got zero carries in the first Yeah, because he ran in the slot. He lined up in the slot 40 snaps. Yeah, he was I, basically playing receiver. I like him more with Burton out, which is either... I forgot what the update was. Either he's definitely out or he's probably He's questionable. Out. He's yeah. like practicing. I, I kind of don't think out. he'll play, but maybe he will. Um, Trey Burton. Yeah, I, I don't know. The reports were sort of negative. Yeah, I don't know because... Uh, they, if they're if they are leading in this game against Denver, I think like I'm just not a Tariq Cohen guy. You know, I think he's gonna lose targets. I think they're gonna run the ball more, and it's not gonna be with him. But fine, sure. I I am I have always been the down guy on Tariq Cohen, so you're probably getting some very you know one sided takes there. Josh Gordon, put him in. That's the bottom line. And then figure Josh out Josh Gordon. Spot. Yeah, I, I, again, I think Singletary's in play here too. I, I mean, agree. he's. He is. It wasn't great to see Gore get the the early down rushes, get the the rush out of their own goal line where they felt like they needed to secure the ball. He got tackled for a safety and, and get the late game salt away the game carries. But Singletary, even though he only got four carries, he played on 70% of the snaps. He started. He was in there for a lot. They just passed a lot. They, they threw, I think, the first 17 plays of the game. I know. They how, dropped weird. how weird is that? All right, let's get, yeah. let's get moving here. Dan from the Jersey Shore. Hey, Michael, Jason, and Freddie. You know who those they are? are just uh, villains in, and we just did this, Jason and Freddie, and now we got Michael from Halloween, right? I'm very proud of you. Um, I need a flex suggestion. Half PPR, pick one: James White, John Brown, Jamison Crowder, and Matt Breida. Half point PPR. I man, I think I got to take White. You know, like he can have a bad game this week. They don't need to throw a ton, but. The Patriots are going to score so many points on the Dolphins. So they're like they're like twenty point favorites. What's the line at right now? I mean, it's I like think it's legitimately over two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, the the history of teams with this big of a spread or like huge spreads, I think of them covering is not good. Sure, but, but they, they, yeah, we should expect them to score plenty of points. I, I completely believe uh, there is this weird rumor going around on the internet about James White. Have you seen this rumor? No, I no, I have not. There's a rumor that he is going to miss the game due to the birth of his child, but and I wouldn't ordinarily like if this were like he's going to miss the game because he's getting arrested or something, I would never read it. But since it's something as you know happy as the birth of his child, um, (laughs) this rumor is going around on Twitter right now. So interesting. Yeah, so you know, look, I if it's look, true, they don't need him. They got like they four running backs, and they're going to be fine against Miami. But it would make Sony Michelle a better play, and it would definitely make you not want to start him here. And it would make Rex Burkhead a pretty interesting flyer yes. as well. Um, yeah. All right, so we'll go Brett White if he plays, and I would probably go Brita if he doesn't. Yeah, I'd go Brita if he doesn't in half PPR. I'm not doing very well with the pace of this show here, uh, Stevie D. Everybody's like. Why why are you making it so, you know, why are you hurrying? Well, honestly, like, I want to go have dinner with my wife and kid right now. And uh, <laughs> I'm just, it's been a long day. I try to keep these mailbags kind of short so people can hear their question in a reasonable time without having to hang around for 50 minutes or so. All right, yeah, well, so, you shouldn't show me. I, all, I, all I do is just deep I, level analysis. I've man. been pretty, I've been pretty loquacious. Stevie D in the city. Darren Waller or Tyler Lockett, half PPR. I'm playing Lockett. I've thought about flexing uh, Waller, but I, I'm playing Lockett. Waller's going to win me a million dollars this week. From Brian, half PPR, D.D. Westbrook, Will Fuller, Terry McLaurin, or Darren Waller? D.D. Westbrook, Will Fuller, McLaurin, or Waller? I 
think I could see Waller here. Okay. Or else Didi. I mean, that's that's who it is for me. No, it can't be. Oh, D- yes, yes, that's right. Didi over Fuller. That's right. From Diego, Prescott or De- or Deshaun Watson. Ooh, I think you got to stick with Deshaun Watson, but that's another real tough one. Prescott is in that range. Like we we've reached that point. How good their offense looked in Week One and how different their scheme was. You have to consider him as a top like six to eight quarterback. And if you're knocking Watson down a little bit, they're in that they're in the range together right now. Yeah, boy, wouldn't it be great to have both Cam Newton and Dak Prescott? Mitch from a small town east of Indianapolis, uh, New York City. I am a big believer in running back safety, so that's who I usually go with in flex, but he has Coleman and Geis, so now he needs some flex help. Pick two of these four. Michael Gallup, Mikko Hardman, Marquise Brown, Marvin Jones. Just now noticing all of their names start with M, and my name is Mitchell. Pretty cool. Air 5. So pick two out of Gallup, Hardman, Brown, and Marquise Brown, and Marvin Jones. I'll go Gallup and Hardman. Brown's, I believe, questionable. I mean, he was phenomenal last week, but uh, and I'd love to play him if he if he plays and he's a full go. But the fact that he only played 14 snaps last week and is questionable is a little bit concerning. I think they're going to get Hardman involved with some early easy touches, some jet sweeps, some tip passes, what have you. Uh, he scored on one of those in the preseason. They need him. They, they need him to step up with Tyreek Hill out. So I think they're going to try to get him involved early and often. And then I, I think Gallup is a pretty much a wide receiver three right now. I think I, I think I'm the only one who likes Marvin Jones this week. Um, he won't get the toughest coverage from the Chargers. So I, I mean, in, in I such a tempo game for him to not get very much production while yeah, Hawkinson and Amendola were both smashing, that's tough. One game. Now he's pissed off. So they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe he bounces back. All right, from Aldo. DK Metcalf or McCall Hardman? Ooh, that's good. Um, Metcalf. Because Metcalf was very involved as well. And I think you got to like Metcalf. Uh, oh, and I, I think do. that game with Pittsburgh has a chance to shoot out a little bit. But I think I got to go with Hardman. Uh, I got to go with Metcalf. All right, we disagree there. From Jake, uh, PPR, I need to drop one for a quarterback. Will Fuller, John Brown, Justin Jackson, Alexander Madison, or Malcolm Brown? Wow, that's tough. I don't. I Justin Jackson because he only played about twenty five percent of the snaps and has a shelf life to when Melvin Gordon might come back. I mean, that's probably it. It's probably the one that's not going to come around and bite you in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. That's kind of where I was leaning. It's tough. If you're loaded at wide receiver, gosh, it'd be tough to drop drop John Brown. But Jackson, Madison, and yeah, forget it. Just drop Justin Jackson. All right, from Matt, start two non PPR, Montgomery. John Brown, MVS, Justin Jackson, and Brandon Cooks. Well, Cooks. Yeah, Brandon Cooks and John Brown. It's, it's interesting, but it's probably Justin Jackson who we were just saying you can cut because he doesn't have a long-term ceiling, but he played well. I, I mean, I'm mean, i going to go with John Brown. I just like his matchup is so good. And Jackson Yeah, okay. Isn't. All right. I wasn't looking at Brown. I, I'll go with you. I'm going to follow you on that. Oh, there you go. Cooks and Brown. This is from... Neil from a city in Connecticut. Stanford. Hey, dude, Walter, and Donnie, I need a running back, a wide receiver, and a flex and half PPR. Pick a running back. Sony Michelle, Devin Singletary, or Tariq Cohen? I will in half PPR. Yeah, you got to play Michelle. Pick a wide receiver, Diggs or John Brown? I'm going to go Diggs. I'm, I believe that they're going to throw a lot. They're going to throw a lot more most weeks. Ten pass attempts is fewer than any team threw all of last season. And pick a flex, Devin Singletary, Tariq Cohen, or John Brown? 
<sighs> Who you got? I'll go. I'll John go Brown. Cohen, but John I know Brown, you don't man. like him. You can go John Brown here too. But Singletary's a decent play. I mean, oh, that, yeah, that's a no, really I know. tough one. I know. I just I could see Singletary having a stupid game where they don't use him. Right. Um, that's why I don't necessarily want to use him. It's for me. It's Cohen probably or, or Brown. P.S. Adam, your recent takes on movies may be your worst yet. The Big Lebowski is a classic, and Three Billboards is quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. No exaggeration. You're insane, Neil, from Stanford, Connecticut. You're insane. Three Billboards was like a critically acclaimed classic. It's from Steven. Didn't John, even see it. It's, it's, it's legitimately it's awesome. Amazing. My wife movie. didn't want to see it. I'm going to have to watch it. It's I'm going to have to movie. go back and watch it. Uh, very, very heavy, though. Not like a, hey, it's a fun Friday night. Let's watch right. a movie. I think that's what she heard, and she was like, I don't really want to get into this. Yeah. <laughs> Would you start Josh Allen or Jared Goff? I would start Jared Goff for sure. I'm not that worried about how he played on the East Coast. Long travel, early game. He's going to be good this week. Most Sturdle or Tavius Murray? Ooh. I'll take Who does game. Murray have? Why am I blanking on who New Orleans is playing? <laughs> the the uh, Rams. The Rams. Oh, right. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think I'd probably play Murray, but if Brita's... Look like if, if oh, yeah. we get some indication that Breed is going to only play like fifty percent of the snaps, and you're going to get a lot more out of Mostert, you you can go with Mostert. Uh, Bob from Canada, DST rest of season Broncos or Packers? I mean, I think you just play matchups. I I don't look at DSTs for rest of season. I just I'm, like that's not how I play. <laughs> I can't uh, well, even I answer would, that question. I'll answer with Broncos. Uh, and then from Rusty, for the record, Adam, I've won many championships on your two quarterback idea. Don't let Heath put you down. Thank you. But I need a flex in PPR. Marlon Rusty, Mack. You're playing in weak leagues. <laughs> Marlon Mack, Matt Breida, or Darren Waller? Flex start, full point PPR. Oh, this is a pretty sharp question because I think most would say Mack, and I'm not really that high on Mack. So I I think you go Breida here if he's going to be healthy. If not, you go Mack. I don't think you can quite go Waller like over these types, this class of running back. Okay. It's a great matchup for Waller, though. You got to admit that. I saved the best for last. This is from Jennifer from the land of disco fries and diners. I don't have time for clever names. This is too important. My husband is a fantasy football genius. Every time we match up, except one time, I'm winning. Then, bam, some random player needs 47 points, ends up with 53, and I lose. I need to destroy my husband this week. I want that smug look off his face. This is very healthy, by the way. It's a PPR league. Who should be my flex? Deshaun Jackson or Mark Andrews? Who might not play, by the way. Yeah, I think it's Deshaun Jackson. I mean, I, I think even if Andrews plays, it's Deshaun Jackson. We just saw some really promising stuff from him. He's going to be like the, the Eagles have been an air yards offense for several years. Deshaun Jackson has always made his quarterbacks better and always been very good as a deep threat. Um Except Jameis Winston was like the only one. If you look at his career numbers by quarterback, he struggled with. He has the potential to be a legitimately really strong play throughout the entire season, not just a one-week wonder in week one. Now that he's back with a guy like Carson Wentz who who likes to air it out and is pretty darn accurate down the field. And Jennifer says, we both listen to your podcast, so in case you read this on the air, Doug, you're going down. I'm showing you no mercy. I won't be a good sport winner like that one time. I will gloat. I will gloat hard. All right, I Jennifer. just want to know how Beautiful. random players put up 53 points. Like, what's the scoring system here? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. It's, it's always Lamar Jackson against the Dolphins every time. Uh, thanks for the emails, everybody. Good luck. Talk to you on the radio show Saturday night. Join our Facebook group. It's free. 
and it's fun. I did a Q&A there on Friday afternoon. I'll do I'll hopefully do another one on Saturday or Sunday. Ben, thanks for joining me. Yeah, it was a good time. And I uh, will brush up on my uh, yes, please. my pop culture reference. Yeah, just start watching stuff, you know, so you can be on the mailbag. Yeah. Uh, and hey, listen, I, I really enjoyed my job for the last 10 years, um, but I'm a millionaire now, so, you know, uh, next week it could be you. FanDuel.com slash FST. <laughs> See you later. Talk to you Sunday night, everybody. Good luck.